appreciate it as an interview. Uh, first, I want to start off um, with asking you, how's life going? Uh, life is good, you know. Um, it's quiet right now, you know, nothing crazy. Just working on music like always. Just, yeah. Awesome. And your new album, uh, Space Beyond the Solar System, uh, what should everyone expect from the uh, the tape if they haven't listened already um i always tell Damo i feel like it's our christmas album <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's uh to me it's like a movie it's uh i feel like it's cinematic in the sound and storytelling and um it's an adventure you know you got i think you need time to sit down and listen to it it's not your mm-hmm. average album it's uh some Long songs on there, but I feel like they have each song has a lot of chapters in it, and I think that it can work if you if you got the time. Yeah, and the title. How did you come up with "Space Beyond the Solar System"? Like, where did that title come from? Um, Damo and I were working on that music, and um, we were having a conversation when it was all coming together. And I said that we always kind of work outside the realms of what's expected and what's normal and we kind of work in like kind of like a a space outside of everything else and I think in the middle of the conversation I was like it's like the space beyond the solar system and he caught on to what I said and was like that's the album title you know (laughs) and uh yeah Yeah. it just kind of stuck you know um we were laughing the other day because I, I texted him. I said, I, I didn't even notice it. I was like, we went from working in the oceans for ocean bridges to, um, you know, laminated skies to now the wow. space beyond the solar system. So we just keep kind of venturing off on these journeys. And it's like yeah. not planned. It just kind of happens, you know. Right. And growing up, uh, who were some of your um... – Musical influences, I would say. Um, I mean, kind of everything. I mean, if we're talking about when I was a little kid, I mean, there's, you know, Run DMC and Fat Boys, The Tribe Called Quest. You know, my teenage years, I got more into Jimi Hendrix and Miles Davis and Radiohead, you know. And I've just always been one who um, I just like exploring music, you know, for what it is. (laughs) And I really enjoy listening to all types of music and pulling from all different backgrounds. So I'm kind of all over the place yeah. with it. Yeah, and I want to ask you this question because hip hop and jazz uh, has always been some, like two of like my favorite. I would I would say it can be as one. Uh, I listen to artists mm-hmm. who are um, intertwined in the hip hop and jazz arena. So like, I just want to ask you, um, you know, what? How does your love for jazz uh, come about? Um, it was, I think when I was listening to like Tribe Called Quest and De La Soul as a young teenager, um, after a while you started wanting wanting to know where they got their samples from. And then Mm -hmm. from there you start diving into the jazz world. And then once you dive into the jazz world as a hip hop artist, at least back in those days, I mean, you start freestyling over the jazz records. And so Mm -hmm. it just automatically it's you start seeing it's kind of one and the same. It's just an extension, you know. My uncle Archie always says it's just black music, you know. It's just it's what we yeah. do. 
And so that's why it's been good to work with him on these last couple of albums and just mm-hmm. see that, oh, yeah, there's really no difference in what we do. We're, you know, we're cut from the same cloth. We're, we're, it's my bloodline. So it's something that's just, I feel like it's naturally in me. So with Space Beyond the Solar System, um, I want to ask you, which which tracks are your favorite uh, from the project? If, if you can nail, nail it down to maybe one or two tracks, which tracks are your favorite? Uh, it's it, it very, it changes, but I will say <laughs> <laughs> right now, um, my favorite tracks, if I nail it down to one or two, would be A Lost Season. And um, Antidote Island right now. Right now. Wow. I want to ask you, um, how has it been being able to uh, work with Archie um, as your staff on this? Uh, it was great. I mean, you know, we recorded, um, he recorded a lot of his parts for this album when we were doing Ocean <laughs> Bridges. And, um, and so, and since then we've just been talking and it was cool. It was, my mom always wanted us to work together because that's her older brother. And oh, wow. <laughs> cool. When, yeah, and when it finally happened, like, we recorded something together, like, 20 years ago, and I lost oh, wow. it because I was a, a young, naive musician. And uh, <laughs> But, like, working with him now, I just appreciate it, man. He brought so much knowledge. He brought so much to me on how to approach the game. I remember when we started doing Ocean Bridges, he was like, you guys need to pick it up. Like, you know, like, I'm old. Like, it's your time to start doing shows. And, like, you guys have it right now. So it was just kind of like, uh, that. you know, he gives me guidance. You know, he always makes sure he's like, are you practicing your guitar? Like, you need to keep practicing. Like, he's on me. And I see him. I don't know if he's doing it today because I know, like, he's, what, like 85, 86 now. But even when we did Ocean Bridges, he was practicing, like, you know, six to eight hours a day, you know. Yeah. So, it just showed me, like, yo, like, the work ethic and how you got to take your craft seriously if you really love it, you know. Um, seeing a lot of people fall off from this music stuff. They do it for a couple of years and you can't maintain it, you know. I'm yeah. 20 years into it. and uh, Wow. I, I feel like it's still always important to practice. So you always yeah, gotta absolutely. You always got to be writing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I want to ask you this, uh, get into this as well, because you just mentioned, you know, you're 20 years in. How have you, how have you been able to sustain uh, the longevity of it in the music industry? Um, I, I, I guess I just never really cared whatever the other people were doing in the music industry. You know, yeah, I, I, uh, I listen to it and I appreciate what other people do. But mm-hmm. when it comes, like I told Damo, I said one of the things we have to our advantage is that we don't answer to a label. We literally do whatever yeah. we feel like doing, you know. Gotcha. And um, we kind of form, we kind of shape our own our own version of what the music industry is, you know. Mm-hmm. So I never keep up with the most modern sound. I listen to it, but I mean, I um, I, I don't harp on it, you know. I just kind of do yeah. my own thing. I don't compare myself to others. I just mm-hmm. I want to be the best possible musician I can be, and that's all that matters to me. So dream collaboration, if you have a, a dream collaboration, but I want to know if you could work with one artist um, that's in the industry right now, uh, which one artist would it be? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I would probably 
probably still it'll be uh, Q-Tip. Uh, Q-Tip wow. is my all-time favorite producer. You know, uh, as a top from Domino, because I feel like I'm working with the person I would want to work with already. But Q-Tip is that yeah. other person. And I'm like, yeah, I would love to just if I could if if I got a, a beat from Q-Tip or I just did a song with him. Yeah, I think that would kind of complete the journey. Yeah, that would be sick. I got to ask you this question as well. Um, so instru- instruments, uh, which instrument was your first, uh, which instrument did you learn to play first uh, before any any of them? Um, I started with the guitar. That was the uh, first okay. one I started playing. Yeah, um, my guitar was in the, in the band I was in, RPM, way back in the mm-hmm. day. When we split up, um, I was like, I got to start making my own beat. And so he showed me some blues licks. And I just kind of took off from there. I just kept playing it. And then from there, it just kind of became this weird part as I was starting to compose my own stuff that wasn't ready. I took singing lessons. I took guitar lessons. I've taken, you know, I've learned some bass. Then I started taking lessons on the piano. So it just kind of evolved. I just kept dipping my hands and everything. As far as the hip-hop scene at the very moment, uh, what do you feel like the current state of hip-hop is missing right now? Um, maybe just a little, I want to say missing, but it could probably use some more diversity. Okay. There's so many different ways to approach it, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I think that uh, in general, a lot, of, a lot of artists, especially black artists, man, we got to just take control of our stuff. You know, and yeah. what we put out is, is I see like now when you have this whole thing going on with um, Kanye West and, you know, he's saying he's, he's, he's going back and forth with the Jewish community on, on his <laughs> stuff. I mean, like, I have no dog in that fight, but I'm just like, okay, well, you say they control the industry and they only put this out. Well, you know, you have enough money to put out what you want to put out. Put out your right. put out your own stuff. Change change the narrative. Be the, as Barack Obama would say, be the change you want to see. You know, so yeah. I, I think that we just need to keep it diverse and you know bring out the stuff that I think it's always important to make good music that can not be preachy but still uplift your community without being preachy. Yeah. You know, I think that is possible to do. You know, um, I, I just don't think there's enough of that. So I would like yeah. to see more of that. Got it. And this year is almost winding down, so I want to ask you, um, what is your New Year's resolution? Uh, keep working, stay positive. Yep. <laughs> keep working and stay positive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, I was I was working on some stuff before you called and before I called, yeah. and um, I, it's just the kind of person I am. You know, I'm always looking to see what's the next sound that's going to come out. So I, I try to end every year the way I want the year to go. So, like, every New Year's I work on music. I don't go out. I work on music every New Year. Yeah. So I want that to be my year. Yep. I feel you. So I want to ask you this. If you could name one song that describes your life at this very moment, uh, which song would it be? Mine or somebody else's? It could be any any song ever. It has. It can be yours or another song, but it, it can just be any song that is ever created. Um, I always go back to uh, 
really the album, but I'll just say Marvin Gaye's uh, What's Going On. Yeah. I think that's a piece that was written, what, around like 1970, 71, and it's still relevant yeah, to this day. Yeah, it's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to end it with this one. Um, I want to ask you, what's your favorite uh, jazz album of all time? Um, I know that's hard. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I won't say of uh, of all times, but a top one for me is Bitches Brew. Mom, David, Bitches Brew. Got it. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's a good one. That, that hits a lot of me. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's yeah. a lot of places. I mean, I, I, I can go with, you know, Attica Blues by Archie Shep also, you know. Um, yeah. And, or, or Love Supreme. Of course, I mean, I'm naming some obvious ones, but yeah, those, those are, yeah, yeah Coltrane, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like, it, it's, um, I like some Thelonious Monk drinks too. I don't know, the jazz, the jazz world is so deep. So yeah. Deep. So many great artists. Yeah. All right, so thank you so much, uh, Raw Poetic, for doing this interview uh, and taking time out of your day. Uh, thank you so much. I really enjoyed the interview, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your night. All right, you too. Thank you. Yes, thank you.